0: It's hard to believe, but football's almost back. The NFL preseason kicks off with the Hall of Fame game on August 1st, and soon we'll have regular season football and college football. That means it's time to make an account at the best online sportsbook known to man. That's right, I'm talking about MyBookie. Sports betting is exploding in popularity. If you want to get in on the action with a trusted company that's been in business for years, MyBookie is the place for you. With an easy, no-hassle mobile site, 24-7 customer service, and bets on every sport and prop imaginable, MyBookie provides a fun, safe betting experience. Maybe you think Drew Brees and the Saints get their revenge for the terrible, blown call in last year's (laughs) NFC Championship game. Or maybe you think Tom Brady and the Patriots won an unbelievable seventh Super Bowl. Why not make money when your prediction comes true? And if you deposit today, my bookie will give you 50% deposit bonus. That's right, you put in $100, they give you $50. You put in $1,000, they give you $500. It's that easy. Football weekends are the best, but they're even more thrilling when every touchdown can win you more money. So go to MyBookie.ag and sign up today with promo code READY. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid.
1: Boys, it's Jeremy W. Miller.
2: Neal the rebound. Kevin Olley brings it up, throws it across. Miller for three. Oh, he banked it in! He banked it in! And the
0: game is tied. We're going to
2: overtime. Over the rebound for his ninth. Eighteen points, nine rebounds, six assists. Oh, assist no, G- oh no the block. chicken! Double time! Miles Turner. Yeah. Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, Whoa, oh no! Oh, no right
0: don't, don't let him throw it down like that! Victor, on the
2: deep phone! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast.
0: Welcome to the 50th, yes, I said the 50th episode what? of Born Ready to Pod. It's everything. It's Tyler Hansborough episode Boys, congratulations. This is huge. Um, and guess what? We're going to celebrate by not talking a lot of basketball. Nope. So um, it's football season. Hawk, you were at Colts training camp. Um, like, how was it? Like, are we thinking Super Bowl? Like, what? what's up? I mean, yeah, Super Bowl, it's Super
2: Bowl or bust, 100%. I got there right at 1 o'clock. You walk in, there's a huge line. Um, you got to get the tickets online if you want to go. All the schedule's online. It's... Pretty cool place. I don't know if you've ever been to the the Westfield Sports Complex. Yeah, I have. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's freaking massive. And they do it such a good way. Like, all these baseball program traveling is going on, and dads are bringing their kids to Colts camp. It was packed. Right. And I got there right in front. I got right by the Tony Dungy impersonator, and I uh, just stood there and watched all the players come out. And... Justin Houston is huge. Oh, yeah. He is a massive human, uh, and just all the characters. Just seeing everyone out there, you get a oh. little excited and yeah. throwing the pigskin around. Luck threw personal drills at the beginning, and they didn't do any scrimmage, which I don't care. Like, no, just,
0: it's first A camp. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty normal.
2: I think Deion Cain looked really good. He looked healthy. He was fast as hell, running all over the place. And then the guy, like I said, EJ Speed, A guy that we mentioned, Ballard, was excited about. Uh, He looked amazing. So there's a lot of potential and a lot of talent on that field. And it's like more energy than years past at Colts camp because people actually expect... You know, at least the playoffs this year. Yeah,
0: and I think the big thing for the Colts and you guys definitely watch more Colts games than me. So like I I've, I just kinda watch their roster and i I've, I've watched plenty of Colts games obviously being in Indiana, but and so I'll defer to you. But it seemed like Ballard wanted to build the roster with great, uh, high character guys Um, And he obviously hit last year with some crazy picks with Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson. So they, like, set the basis for, like, such a strong, like, foundation. And then it seemed like this year a little bit, you mentioned a guy we I mentioned, like, really liking a couple of weeks ago, which was EJ Speed. A guy, at linebacker who fell in the draft with some, uh, you know, some character concerns. But with a guy like Ballard, now they've set the foundation. So now it's like, you bring those guys in, let's see if they make it. And if they do, this is awesome. And if not, like, you just move on. So I think the, I think the Colts are getting to that point where it is like, hey, like, Super Bowl run. And mm-hmm. so as a fan, that's that's got to be pretty awesome for you.
2: Yeah, and every player, I there's like, we have no injuries right now going into camp. It's yeah, just awesome. like, cross the fingers, hope yeah. to die. There's going to be injuries. We, we're completely healthy. Right when that starting defense walked out there with like, deseer Kenny Moore, you see Darius Leonard in the middle. <sighs> Justin Houston, Malik Hooker, you just get excited. Anthony Walker's out there, and you're just like, holy shit, this is a good defense for once. And we're actually deep, and it's just something to be excited about. We have a really tough schedule. Oh, dude. We play the Chiefs early. We play the Chargers' first game. I mean, we have a tough schedule, but I think it's going to be a fun season.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think one thing going forward this year, the big question mark I have is, um, you know, offensive wise, I think obviously the offensive line is going to feel pretty good. I think the freaking receiving core is going to be stacked. I love Deon Cain, man, and we know Paris Campbell can ball. Funches
2: was Funches was aggressive today. Yeah. You could tell he he's the biggest presence in that wide yeah. receiver group. Ty
0: Hilton, I didn't even mention Ty Hilton. Yeah. So you got speed. Caught a bomb earlier. You got big a big outside threat now in Funches, and obviously you got to feel comfortable with your tight ends. I think the one thing that you got to question a little bit is that running back position. So oh, yeah, for sure. um, I think Marlon Max a high upside guy. Um, but, like, would you be interested in them going after a guy like Melvin Gordon or something, like, if he's really going to hold out? Would you be interested in something like that? You're probably going to have to trade, like, a, a pick and pay him. Not so, this year. Okay. I
2: think, like, let's – Naheem Hines was a great scat back last year mm-hmm. as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Wilkins was okay in spots, kind of oh, yeah. struggled. But as a 3rd he'll be the third guy, so – Mac yeah. just
1: needs to stay healthy. And Mac and that's his biggest. During the
2: playoffs and at the end of the season, I mean, he had like a hundred yards in the first two playoff games for yeah. the Colts. Like he was a beast. So with that line, I think you can kind of disguise he the running for back. Yards exactly. Yeah. You
1: know, several games.
2: So I think he's got a great upside. Obviously, yeah. like what we're saying, but we didn't go after Bell. You know, I thought he would have been a really good fit, but. Right. We're just gonna sit on some money, I guess. Yeah. I Because we're just gonna be, you know, a greedy, greedy asshole Colts, which I love, and just sit on the money and pay the guys in the system.
0: And as long as you're hitting on picks, you're able to do that. Yeah. I think that that's gonna set up the Colts, like. I hate the people like some of those people on Twitter. Like ba- I think Ballard made a couple mistakes in the off season by not being aggressive on some players early on, which I mentioned that like they didn't they weren't aggressive on some of the guys I thought they could have been, like a CJ Mosley in that three four. You put him next to Darius Leonard, you're talking like studly, and you have the money to do that. Mm-hmm. And you're like talking
1: about Brad Wells NFL.
0: Yeah, like I'm just I'm saying call like, him by his name. So Bradwell's NFL and has been Colts blue. <laughs> yeah, they've been like super skeptical, skeptical of Ballard. But other than his free agent decisions, There's just attention yeah, in place. I, I mean, I you be awesome. I mean, he's definitely yeah, building a conservative. You feel great about this. But just from the way
2: you know Ballard stepped in, he you kind of like felt like he had a year to play with, and then he just jumped in, guns blazing. Mm-hmm. And he's building it like the Kansas City model, where they're gonna take some riskier guys later, and if they pay out, they pay out, and. Yep you know, keep the guys happy that are already there, and I love the model, and we're not going after free agents, but, I mean, there's always next year, right? It is
0: what it is. So, I mean, I think defensively, um, probably the biggest question mark might be, you know, the pass rush just coming from Mm -hmm. last year, but you got to feel pretty good with uh, Mr. Justin Houston coming to town. Houston,
2: Hunt, Jabal Sheard, we have guys that can get there. None of them are, like, pure dominant pass rushers, but... We kind of do it by committee, and we send. I mean, Kenny Moore had a bunch of sacks last year, yeah. so we sent a lot of corner blitzes as well. So It'll be it's gonna be fun.
0: I think that I think that might be what the or er, Pacers. Sorry, I think that might be what the Indianapolis Colts are like saving money for. Like, if a stud, like you know, there's an opportunity next year that Jadavian Clowney is like a free agent like Mm -hmm. he sits out the year he could be a free agent like break the bank a guy that just gets to the quarterback just pure nasty speed agility Mm -hmm. um like that could be what the uh, the Colts are are saving up for so
2: just just being out there today I got excited I'm gonna be back I'm gonna be back August 4th is a Sunday I'm going with the buddy and then I'm gonna be back for the 14th, which is yes. the Browns Colts joint yeah. practice. First That'll day be. of
0: school, so I won't be there. But I hate it. I hate
2: it. Now, if so, if you want to go, if you walk in and you want to see like scrimmage, they do that on the first field when you walk in, and sure. the other field they do like the offensive drills. So it's like mixed up. But for that Browns, I'm gonna just try to be right in the middle of that first bleachers because yeah. that's where Dude, all the scrimmage is going to be down. awesome. It'll be fun. Yeah, so it's I'm excited.
0: So, Chris, you've been uh, not not super talkative. What are your, some of your thoughts on the Colts roster? And maybe more specifically, how do you feel going into the season? Maybe expectations. 11-5. and 11-5. and 11-5.
2: and five. See, With the tough schedule, I'll bring it up right now.
0: Yeah, let's go Division through it. Division champs. Let's go through it. Let's do a win-loss like every other podcast. In you know America what? Forget does. it. 12-4. Oh. And I'll give you my honest assessment, too, like as a innocent bystander.
2: Okay. So, first up, we start at the Chargers. We're
0: at? At? La. That's a loss. So I say loss.
2: Okay, then we're I believe says we're at the Titans. Win.
0: You got to feel good about that. I mean, we Taylor never, <laughs> we yeah. never lose. We never lose against the Titans.
2: Home against the Falcons. I like that. Win. Tough one. game. Win. Um, home against the Raiders. I love
0: that. Three. one
2: And then we go on the road Chiefs. That's Sunday night football. It's gonna mm. be. That's gonna be tough. it will be a fun game rematch. I think it's a loss. So yeah. That, I 3 but me a two. win. Okay. But y'all take it. So then we're uh, back home mm. against the Texans. Definitely win. depends
0: on injuries, but I think that's probably a win. So I have that always, that'll be two. a fun game. Four those first, I have them at
2: five and one. Those I, first Texans games every year are always fun. Cause yes. We're always both really good teams, and then next we're at home against the Broncos. Love that win. And then we're away Steelers.
0: That's Lots. always a tough. I, so I'm at I think I'm at, I'm at six at, and two. I'm at five and three.
2: And then we're back home against the Dolphins. You gotta love that. Jesus. Back home six against the Jags. After that, seven and three. On the road in Houston.
0: Uh, that's gonna be a tough game. They're going to win one of those, I feel like. Win. Yeah. I'm going to go they seven four. I'm going to go seven and four right Okay. Now.
2: And then on the road against the Titans. Love it. Win. Uh, home against the Bucks.
0: Love it. Win. Home against the Saints. Loss. That's gonna to be tough. I probably have that as a loss too.
2: Road against the Panthers. Love it. Win, and then we're ending the season at on the road against the Jags.
0: So I have them at eleven and five. I and just I, as a I non-fan,
2: <laughs> twenty-three and three. Yeah. So there's a scenario like those late games. You don't know about Cam Newton, so you don't know if the Panthers are gonna be like worth. Oh, I mean.
0: You're one tweak away, like you're one tweak away from Deshaun. So that game doesn't scare
2: me. Steelers, tough game. The both Mm -hmm. those uh, Houston games, you don't really know about the Jags. You think we're just going to steamroll them, but I mean they have a good D. You don't really know what Foles is going to bring. Got a big D. So I'll bring that up in my fantasy quarterback rankings list maybe later with the potential flyer on Nick Foles could be potential, but it's going to be fun. We talked about it. What about Browns? Any any Browns news you want to get off the chest?
0: Uh, So today has been like a crazy hectic day for me. So. Um, I've been trying to catch up on like Twitter, and I'd be lying if I said that I'm as you know plugged in as normal. Um, but from what I could tell, like I was super pumped seeing Baker out there throwing. Just I uh, Miles Garrett, just freaking nasty man. I'm telling you, like yep. I, I would not be surprised if he won like Defensive Player of the Year. He's put on weight, and it's like good weight, like it's not bad weight whatsoever. And uh, I do think just in the limited stuff I've seen, which is like 20 to 25 minutes max, I do think. The offensive line could be a bit of an issue, and I think that's something I wouldn't be shocked to see them like try to make a trade or like scrounge off the waiver wire. Uh, maybe go after a guy like Trent Williams, who still like has like two or three really good years left. But the Redskins don't want to pay him, but the Browns have the cap space. Mm-hmm. So something just something like that I definitely think is on the horizon because Miles Garrett, and of course he's one of the best pass rushers in the league, but he was just dude going through double teams, splitting, spinning. I mean it was just craziness. So I do think offensively, like skill positions, I feel great. Defensively it'll it'll come it'll be a little bit rougher trying to get this new system in because of how uh, intense Greg Williams was with blitzing, whereas um, the, the new defensive coach, Wilkes, who was the head coach at Arizona last year, with, at the Arizona Cardinals last year, um, he doesn't like the blitz nearly as much. So it's just going to be like a hit or miss thing. I think it's stupid. People are like saying, like, Super Bowl roster because I don't think that's the case. Just like I told you earlier, I thought the Colts are like a year away from like super like duper like Super Bowl contenders. Maybe even favorites if they can bring some of these young guys on. And I think that's kind of like how the Browns are. Like you can't expect Baker Mayfield to throw like 45 touchdown passes. Like it's just not realistic.
2: No, but if he does. But if he does,
0: I'm feeling pretty good. But I just think we all need to calm down. New co- A new coach in every position room basically and just – First year head coach, second year, you know, there's gonna be some issues the Browns have, but I think going forward, I'd feel more comfortable as a Colts fan just because like the pedigree. But I think the Browns will be great. I, I I think the Browns will be great. I'm thinking like ten and six, something like that. Playoffs for sure, not playoffs for sure, just because of the background of the Browns. But like, give me a guaranteed outcome. playoff right now. I guarantee that they. Make the play. Uh, let's go That was so hard To get out of here. <laughs> I know. But dude Anybody listening to this You can't I mean If you hear a guy say You're battling history Yeah You're, you're battling, battling history Like just like last year Like so much Had to happen To even win the first game mm-hmm. Like we should have been 2-0 and Going into the New York Jets We found a way to lose and so, Chris uh, just blew into the mic. That was really sexy. No, I blew into the. Uh, Remember when Miles board.
2: Garrett was labeled as too smart to play in the NFL? Yeah,
0: like that was like great. a couple weeks yeah, before was, he got drafted. That was so crazy. <laughs> but it's just like you you have to overcome mental like shit mentally. Oh, and Of course, so, NFL season and like Colts don't grind. have to do that. Yeah. Colts don't have to do that. They have the pedigree. So. They do have Cloney Dungy. Colony Dungy,
2: Colony Dungy. That guy's super nice. I will say, Mr. Yep. I think his name's something Bostic, but he's yep. super nice. Tony Dungy impersonator. Apparently, he's a teacher at Carmel.
0: Okay, <laughs> so have got to love
2: that. He's just a teacher, and he just dresses up like Tony Dungy, and everybody knows him, and he's taking pictures with everyone. Awesome. So. I mean, Warner. I might just start dressing up as somebody. Bajorn Warner. I am. Baj- I'm gonna start dressing up as Bajorn <laughs> you Warner. You actually going you, to you, Yeah, I
1: love that. <laughs> um, before we get started with fantasy football stuff. Let's address some Pacers news. Let's do it. Pacers signed Aaron Holiday's brother, Justin Holiday, to a one-year deal worth about $4 million last week. We haven't had time to discuss this yet. So, what are your guys' thoughts? What was the deal? It was just
2: one year, right? One year
1: of 4, uh, 4.8, He's going to be thirty 4 million, starting
2: next it. year. Yeah. I think it's a good fit. What Love do it. Do you think? I could l- if God I loved flies? it
0: anymore, it would hurt. Yeah, like I, we, We've been calling for Justin Holiday, and there's a lot of... There, there's a lot of safety in bringing him in at the back end of the roster. Um, I, I love it. I think he's defensively he's great. He's a holiday. He plays hard defensively, and uh, he can hit a jump shot. And he fits the second rotation perfectly, especially with
1: – And he takes away minutes from McBuckets.
0: Yeah, and he fits perfectly with Lamb going up as a starter to start the year. Like I couldn't love it anymore. Unless it was, like, for less money. And who gives a shit because we have the money to spend
2: anyway. We're tapped out, though. Yeah, now
0: we're, we're done. After Jakar Sampson, we are done. Okay. So.
1: And Jakar Sampson.
2: Justin Holliday's nickname is, is the fireman on Basketball Reference. I'm the, the fighting man. Did you see what
1: Jakar Sampson's is? I, I saw
2: that you made that move, but I don't know who that SpongeBob is. Spongebob Sampson. That's his nickname? Yep.
0: Now, I literally I have not looked at any stats on Jakar Sampson. I <laughs> Let's do Last it. year,
1: he played four <laughs> games in the NBA. I've Hold on. Okay. Guess how many points he averaged
0: in the four games without point looking. one, zero, zero. 0.1. Zero. Zero? He averaged
1: 20 points per game in
0: four games. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, like, Jakar Sampson, and I'm not looking at what <laughs> Hawks looking at right now. I vividly, I think I vividly remember him, like, being a decent player, like, on the maybe 76ers when they were terrible. Is that not That's right? That's not saying
1: much.
2: So, yeah. Okay. So, who'd he even play for? He played for Chicago. He
1: played internationally last year, but he played
0: like four games for the Bulls. And He's he... had
2: points of 22, 18, 29, 11. This can't be
0: right, can it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, they didn't have anybody at the end.
2: Okay, so this was just towards the end. Yeah, these are all April
0: give games. Give me, like, give me like Still, could 2000... score up Give me, like, 2014. Wasn't he on 76ers? I I thought he was, like, yeah, he was. <laughs> like, he was 76ers. Phillies. Yep, when they were, like, god awful.
2: He had a 13 point
0: game one night and a 16 that's huge yeah he's the man would you say he has a Sponge better Bob. chance of scoring Did we say 16 points out of Edmund Summer for the astat <laughs> like who has a better chance of scoring 16 i hope that
1: was i was hoping that would die but <laughs> no, that's no.
0: what is dead may never die
1: and then after that it was found that two times last year he scored <laughs> no there's no i don't believe it <laughs> he scored 22 like those in numbers one game, are fun and then he scored another game over 15 there's i don't remember the 22 game I looked it up and I found it. It was his
2: career high. Ugh, that's disgusting. Jakar Sampson won't get more than 10 points. <laughs> <in the> base, <laughs> for sure. Like, ask that. Oh, as 10, will he get
0: more than 10 minutes? Probably not.
2: No. He'll never score 10 points. He'll never get 10 minutes. No okay, here's what won't. I think we should
0: say. Okay. I think you should say, if Jakar Sampson ever <laughs> scores over 10, like, I think it should be like a double or nothing. So, like, you want him to score over 10.
2: If he scores over 10, it does, Sumner bets off. Sumner bets off. No, See, I can't, you no can't he's going to score over
0: like 30. And, and, no, and if it doesn't happen, you have to get All right, cars. if
2: Car Sampson scores 25 points next season. Dude,
0: how is he going to do that?
2: Well, we got to make it realistic
1: because he, he scored 22 for the Bulls last year. Here, just imagine him on your ass. Just get a Jakar Samson, dude.
2: Honestly, I would a Jakar Samson tattoo would be way cooler to me than an Edmund Sumner. Sumner tattoo. I think
0: we need to put that up as a poll question. Would you rather <laughs> have to get Jakar Sampson? He's probably here for like a year. You, he, I or mean, is he on Sumner? the
2: roster 100 percent, or is he like a mad ants guy? What do we? I don't know. I don't know. He'll
0: yeah. probably be cut.
2: So this doesn't even matter.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd rather see a. I'd rather see Jacar Samson on your butt.
2: See me too. I think he's got yeah, a he's, he's got, got a better, better he's got a he's... better face for an ass yeah. than
0: Sumner
1: does. <laughs> he definitely has an ass. <laughs> all right, okay. that'll Sorry. wrap that up. Coming up next, we're gonna do fantasy football preview. Gonna give you guys some rankings and some different types of picks. So we'll be right back after this.
0: We're all shaking our stomachs right now.
2: Ebron from 20 yards deep. <laughs> the Colts touchdown song.
1: If you guys solid. weren't aware. Um. All right. Let's do it. Fantasy football talk. We're in a fantasy football league together, all three of us. We are. It's gone. A, I think this is our eighth year going into it. That's oh. so many
2: years. We're almost at a decade of fantasy football.
1: I'm a two-time crazy.
0: I don't think I've been in it the whole time. Did I? Yeah, join you have in the been beginning? in the beginning. I am a two-time runner-up and a lot like close to last. Place. I
1: still remember that first draft in Evans Garage. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've come a long way. <laughs> we started with the snake draft, yeah. went to uh, restricted snake draft, then yeah, we auction. went to auction, auction was and fun. now we're in dynasty. <laughs> and now we're in dynasty. I was we're just looking, like grown up. I was we're Two today, QBs as well. Two QB league too. I actually think Dynasty
0: is a lot more fun. It is. It's like way more fun. Doing the trades right now is a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And we get to talk about it on a podcast now, like every other white guy in America. Yes.
1: that so like, <laughs> makes me feel great. I know. Okay, <laughs> so what do we got? What are we going to do here? Four main positions in fantasy football. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, we're going to start with the quarterbacks. What I want you guys to do is give me your list. Uh, top ten in your in your eyes... For each position. Except for tight end, we're gonna to do top five. Okay. So
2: should we start
0: at ten? Yeah, so I think, build a little anticipation. I think ten all the way up. So, yeah. so start it, ten, go all the way should, up. Should we go ten, ten, nine, nine or ten? Ten 9, ten nine nine, yeah. Ten ten nine nine. Okay. Whatever mm-hmm. you floats your bow. I don't give a shit. Go ahead and okay. start it. That's though. beautiful. Okay, so for me, Ow. my number ten Did will I be. Did I kick you? No, I kicked myself. <laughs> Long. Go ahead. My number ten will be Jared Goff. I think uh What he... the hell? Okay, uh, I think... Is that yours? He,
1: he's on my team.
0: Okay, so I think I don't Jared Goff's top 10 quarterback. Um, I think he has a lot of uh, ability to live, li- uh, live past that number you 10 overall ranking. Of course, I've tried to trade for him <laughs> several times, actually. But um, I think he's got more upside than a guy like Duke Prescott, which is what I call him. And ESPN has Dak Prescott rated like three or four spots in front of him. But I truly think Jared <laughs> Goff... I think Jared Goff's gonna have a big year, and even if he doesn't, like he's gonna be that guy that he's not gonna have a bad year. Like he can't have a bad year. So, like no, in, if, in a two quarterback league like ours, like it is essential to have a guy you can rely on, get de- week in week out to get you 15 or 20. And I think that's Jared Goff, and he easily could be a top five quarterback next year. It's
2: empty. Oh, All right, my number 10 is Russell Wilson. Mm. And he's one of those guys he's going to pop off weeks and some weeks just because of the weapons around him, he might in the line notoriously last year. Right. He's he's a great quarterback in the NFL. He's going to get you rushing yards, which isn't a huge amount. You want your quarterback throwing for you know more t- traditionally for the bigger points, but Wilson for 10 and he's one of those guys you're not you're not mad if you got him you know you have to start him that's that's my opinion
0: yeah so that leads perfectly into my number nine which is Russell Wilson there you go and so um, I'm not gonna hit on too much of what Hawk hit on but I do think this year they have tried to upgrade their line play which is obviously gonna help Russell Wilson a ton um, and he's just another guy a lot like Jared Goff he gets his points differently obviously with his legs but like come on he's gonna get you like 15 to 20 points a week it's nothing sexy, but you're not kicking it out of bed either. I mean, that, I mean, you need those guys. So I think number nine, Russell Wilson.
2: Number nine for me is Jared Goff. Oh, I mean, he switched him awesome, back. Awesome. Awesome. Who'd you have at eleven? Just curious. Uh, I would this. have. I would have had Kyler Murray at eleven. Okay, I see, I had Jameis Winston just for potential on the offense. Yeah, but that's I would not one. That's James Kyler Winston. Murray
0: for me. I, I think he's going to be awesome. I could see Kyler Murray being a top ten guy at the end of the year, hundred percent. Okay, so
2: eight for me is Baker Mayfield. Mm, okay. I think this is the year. I mean, last year he had what the rookie touchdown record. Yeah, you expect him to. Get at least thirty some touchdowns. Yeah, he's got Odell. He's got weapons. Kareem Hunt's going to be a weapon when he comes back
0: too, especially for receiving. So,
2: the weapons are there for for Sir Baker.
0: So, um, this is kind of counterintuitive. So, when Chris hears this, he's going to be like, "What the hell? You wanted Jared Goff instead of Carson Wentz?" But it's because. Um Goff is just two years younger, so in a dynasty league it makes more sense. But my number eight for this year is Carson Wentz. In that Philly offense, um, big big thing for me here is going to be injuries. Like, he could have an MVP season. Like, he, uh, if you told me he was the MVP at the end of the year, I'd be like, okay. Like, he has all the talent in the world, but he's a guy that I'm kind of knocking. Uh, just based on um, just injury history – and I think he could take a little dip in line play. Losing Jason Peters is big, and you never know when Lane Johnson's going to pop off for a suspension. So um, I think Carson Wentz has a little more potential than Russell Wilson and Jared Goff, so he is my number eight quarterback.
2: Yeah, I have him right off my top ten, top 11 list, just because of the injuries, like you said, and you don't really know what to expect. Seven for me, I'm going with Philly, Phillip Rivers, the the dad of many children, just – the old man that still slings it, you know, he's like the Drew Brees of the league, the Tom Brady's, right. the Eli Mannings. He's still there, and I think he's from his career to where he is now. I think he's been the most consistent in fantasy, and I think he definitely deserves a top ten ranking. Sweet,
0: and, I, and he's a guy that um, he would be my number twelve. Yeah. But and I think this is important. Like this is more important than any other position. Like quarterbacks, like from basically on my list, from pretty much. Eight down to like eighteen, like I think you could just be like, "Hey, yeah, dude, like he should be at number eight, and this guy should be at 18. Like I think that's, it's that's pretty normal for me. Number seven is uh, gonna be Matt Ryan, and it's gonna be Matt Ryan for a couple reasons. I think I'm gonna be lower on Ryan than a lot of other people, and that's cool. That's fine. Um, but Ryan is, he's eventually gonna fall off a little bit, and I do think again they're trying to build that offensive line, um, but. I just don't have any trust in Steve Sarkeesian as the offensive coordinator. I think he sucks. I think uh, Julio, um, he's been dinged up, and Julio is like he, Julio Jones is my favorite player in the NFL. Like he has been forever, mm-hmm. and so um, I think obviously he has weapons. But Matt Ryan, I think, is going to take a little step back this year. Just mostly just do the offensive coordinator sucking. So that he is my seven.
2: Okay, perfect. Uh, your number six, then.
0: My number six, then, will be um, It would be Baker Mayfield. Um, again, I'm a little higher on him just because I got to be. He's think, your guy. Yeah, he's my guy. And, uh, you know, ESPN has him at seven, so I'm at six. So it's not like crazy by any means. But he can – like, dude can just throw the football. I think he might be, uh, other than Mahomes and maybe Rodgers, I think he is the, has the most gifted arm in terms of accuracy. Like, he, that dude is accurate as shit. Like, if you watch, like, some of the throws he made last year, like, fitting it in a window that, like, I couldn't even stick my leg through. And I have, like, you know, I have, like, the little, like, tiny legs. So, like, he was just, like, crazy intense. And I think... You know, they have a new head coach, obviously, at Freddie Kitchens, but they just like killed it when he started calling plays. So I think he, him at six is a relatively safe guy that, uh, again, he has the ability to run a little bit too. I mean, it's not like Kyler Murray by any means, but he picks up some rushing yards and he's just going to be a stud this year. So I have him at six. Six for me is
2: Deshaun Watson. Mm. He had an un- insane rookie year. He just balled out. And then last year he got off to that slow start. People were a little down on him. And then what? They won like nine games? Yes. And with they have a healthy receiving core, I've already mentioned to you personally, I like guys like Kiki Cootie. With Will Fuller's healthy, he's a deep threat. And that's always been the, the big question. And obviously you got Hopkins and they got decent tight ends. So I think from a, a weapon standpoint, they're kind of like the Colts now. Right. You know, they're deep in that receiving core if they're healthy. And, you know, their big question is running back, really. Just, yeah. I don't think Lamar Miller is the answer. No, I don't either. Uh, so, so for me, that's why Deshaun Watson makes it. And he can run. He's a dual threat. He doesn't run as much, but you know he's got he's got that in his arsenal as well.
0: Gotcha. So five for me, Drew Brees. Okay. Um, another uh, high, obviously high upside guy. Uh, ESPN is projecting a little bit of a downfall, which is fair, dude. He has eventually got to fall off. So you'd think. I mean, but he he's a lot like numbers. Brady, although okay. like. Brady's not on my list. He's like, going to throw
2: five-yard passes to Kamara that go for, like, 50. Yeah, like, so,
0: <laughs> like, Drew Brees is still, like, crazy, talented. In a dynasty league, he'd be a lot lower on my list, but we're talking one year for our <clears throat> normal fantasy football guys, so Drew Brees is my number five. And I don't even think, like, you do you even have to say New Orleans has a great offense on on, on turf? I mean, Obviously. Okay,
2: My uh, number five is Matt Ryan, okay. similar to what you said. You didn't mention Calvin Ridley. He was a guy yeah. last year that... He really benefited from the double teams Julio got, and I think he's just going to get better. And then there's another group that has two decent tight ends. So as far as weapons, he's set. Former MVP. He's he's kind of like those guys. He'll have a down year, an up year, down year. I think this is a big year for him.
0: So that's my uh, number five. Okay, number four for me is a guy you hit on earlier, Deshaun Watson. Um, and I think that's aggressive. I think four is super aggressive, but I do think he's talented. He can make plays with his feet. Um, again, offensive line's major question mark, but he has some killer receivers, and he's got a very good offensive line. Bill O'Brien calling the plays, and so you've seen what happened when when he was able to have time in the pocket, and they became like a threat to win. And then he has a great defense, so he can take some more chances. So I think Deshaun Watson, uh, number four overall. Um, that's a big jump from last year. Huge jump from last year, and uh, I, I do look for him to have a huge season.
2: Number four for me, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get you twenty points just right. oh, just by starting the game. He's yeah. gonna get it late some games because he loves those fourth quarters. But last year he was kind of disappointing in our right. dynasty league. He was my QB two, and he always got around twenty points, but he never had the big games. Yeah. You know, so this year I'm hoping. You know, he just he's one of those guys. I talk about Ryan's weapons, Deshaun's weapons. They don't have as many weapons as they used to. In Absolutely day. not. So, I mean, they got Devontae Adams. They got MVS. I mean,
0: he, I love MVS, though, man. They're okay, but crazy. like they just, they're
2: just they just not on the same level as some of these other yeah, quarterbacks. That's so, fair. Aaron Rodgers, still good. He's not going to turn the ball over. hes I think he's a top five
0: fantasy quarterback. Dot, dot, year. dot. Number three for me is Aaron Rodgers. For exact same thing you said, so I'm not going to waste anybody's time. I do think he will uh, take a step back from that number one, number two ranking, obviously, because I have a three. And uh, there's some questions about, like, the play calling duties and whatnot. So there, there's a little smoke around him and he's just a very like different quarterback. Like his attitude's just completely different. So uh, interesting stuff. So I have him at three. Two for me, old
2: Andy Luck. I think last year, the year coming off the injury. I mean, the only guy in front of him was Patrick. Did you
0: talk about your number three?
2: Did I talk about? Oh, Drew Brees. We already talked about. Okay, so did you talk about Drew your
0: three. Yeah, I did. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. So I just want to make sure you. Yeah, got yeah. Your Drew, Drew Brees, Brees three. Okay, okay. okay we got cool. it. Two. Cool. I got excited. Okay. Andrew
2: Luck number two. Okay. He, last year he he's another guy that got off to a slow start, but after a full year recovering, a full year, they're gonna handle him really slowly mm-hmm. in this uh, these training camp, which I, I'm okay with because yeah. he knows how to do it. He's got good chemistry with Ty. He had great chemistry with Ebron. These weapons they've added is only going to help him. And that line, I mean, he went, what, like eight games last year without getting sacked, yeah. which is amazing. I love right. everything about that. So he's yeah. he's in the perfect system right now. Yeah, so my number two,
0: my number two is obviously Marcus Mariota. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. My number two is Andrew Luck. Exact same thing she said. Um, not a homer pick whatsoever. I, I do think Luck has great weapons. Uh, obviously he has a great mind. He's very physically gifted. He's definitely come back. A lot stronger than I thought. I thought I kind of thought he could have been done. Like, I really did. I thought he could have been done. There was that picture where he looked like a... uh, I I can't even really say what he looked like. He was so skinny. Remember (laughs) that picture that came out? That's the
2: best part about every year I've gone to training camp, the first training camp I go to. And everyone's like, man, look, look skinny. Every year the last four years, everyone has
0: said that. Yeah, so, but anyways... I mean, he's a stud, number he's two good. overall for me in terms of my quarterbacks, and I'm guessing you have the same number one. Mahomes, easy, the MVP. Yeah. What like, are you supposed to even, say? Like, I mean, he's, the just, dude's he's running, he's gunning, and they just let him chuck it like. How much did he go, go for in there? our dynasty league last year? Not enough. Couldn't have been much. Not,
2: not enough. Less than like what? Which is like fifteen uh, bucks?
0: No, I think somebody we'd have to look, but I would say he's between fifteen and twenty.
2: Like uh, that's. I had nightmares last year. Like, I could have got, <laughs> yeah. got Patrick Mahomes right. my like in my dynasty. You had luck
0: and Aaron Rodgers as your two quarterbacks. Like, chill out, bro. But still, like, like I, I was I'm playing.
2: A, you're set up in a dynasty. I had I'm Duke
0: Mahomes. Proof Scott and, like, Baker Mayfield and, like, Lamar Jackson. And, like, I was just scrounging for shit. So, yeah. But anyways,
2: I mean, Mahomes last year and a two quarterback, he, he won games for whoever had
1: him. In the yeah, no, you're right. 100%. Which
2: is 100%. All right. I think that concludes our list. Who's your. Where would you put luck, Chris, on the list?
1: I think top three is fair.
2: Yeah. Okay. Just making sure.
1: Probably agree with you guys. Put him second. Okay. Who riveting? I'm tired. So tired. <laughs> Running back.
2: Running back. Ten. I got Melvin Gordon. Okay. Hold so out. He's he's them. in the middle of a holdout, but he's he's one of those guys that he's going to get your points with in the red zone too.
0: So, so. I think we're going to have like super different rankings because Melvin Gordon's definitely higher on my list. Uh, I just
2: think I, I took him out. So, in count the holdout situation. My dream is that he doesn't play week one against the Colts. So that would be great.
0: So my number 10 is going to be Todd Gurley. Okay. Um, Obviously, like, I could look like a complete... I have him at five. Yeah, so, yeah. so I could look like a complete idiot. But
2: dude, he, if he's healthy, he's top five. If he's if we're buying into the injury hype that people are so saying about here, his knee, he's definitely maybe probably out of the top. 10.
0: Yeah. So here here is my thought with Todd Gurley, and I'll probably talk about Todd Gurley more than any other running back, obviously. So like Todd Gurley is obviously one of the best running backs in the league. But they signed him that huge ass contract. They just drafted a stud rookie. So like they're not the, the, they're not taking this lightly. Like he could be in trouble. And so you already have arthritis in your knees. You're a young guy. You've already had knee problems. Like I just don't think he's as safe. I mean, you have him at five. Like talent wise, hell's yeah. Like yeah, you, you're could on. have been the MVP. Last yeah, year. dude, a hundred percent. So like Wasn't this is behind. more just projecting that injury. Um, ESPN has him at eight, but I'm more of that ten, and I, I definitely would not feel super safe with him being my RB one. Like he's no. that guy. Like if you have him on your team, he's
2: gonna go on the first round. Yeah,
0: probably, most you rounds. like if I if I were a guy that had him on my team in a keeper league, I would be looking to move him. Um, See if somebody would like take like Elliott or you know what I mean. Like try to trade like a one for one, even like a Christian McCaffrey. Like I think that's safer this year, and uh, that's just how I roll on that. So Todd Gurley ten.
2: Okay, nine. I got a guy I really like, Philip Lindsay, rookie last year. Ooh. He's a chip on his shoulder guy, and that offense. I mean, you got Joe Flacco and Drew Locke. I think they're going to be running the ball a lot more, and they have a decent line. I mean, their line's nothing great, but last year he was a thousand yard rusher as a rookie. He was kind of he came into camp last year. They didn't even think he was going to make the roster, and he yeah. just exploded on the scene. So I really like Phil Lindsay and the uh, the chip on
0: his shoulder. So um, I think my number nine is going to be James Conner. Um, another guy who I'm just kind of nervous. I'm nervous about him because he, obviously, he's had some health issues that were just not his fault. Like, he had cancer, all that stuff. But, like, there's been some rumblings that they could look to more, like, go, like, 70-30 with him, which is still, like, a shit ton of action. But, like, I want my running back, I want it to be, like, 90-10. Like, I want that guy to be the stud. So, if they're going 70-30, I just see him as a low-end RB1. A stud RB, like, any of these top 10 guys are... Solid, other than to me girly. So um, I have James Conner at number nine, which is what ESPN hasn't ranked, but I definitely have a few guys behind him that'll be jumping him. So
2: Okay, I got for number eight for me I got Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon, he can be a top five. Like he's he's got all the potential young guy. Obviously, him. likes to beat up chicks, whatever. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we uh, won't even mention that. No, but, we <laughs> won't. We'll, just, but, we'll uh, actually beat that out later. Joey Mixon, he's in a bad offense. That's why he's not higher. So, uh, Joe Mixon, what do you got? And even even their offense, their receivers are fine. Mixon's fine. It's all about Dalton.
0: So, number for eight, it's Joe Mixon. Yeah. Um, and just like you said, I think he is skill for skill. Like, if he was on Dallas, he'd be the best running back in the league. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, like he is a freak, and it's just like everyone knows it, and so now they just clog the box and so Joe Mixon to me uh number eight solid number eight and I feel better about him at eight than I do at uh you know obviously Todd Gurley at 10 like which is why I ranked him ahead but I just mean like he is might not have the name that Gurley does but he is so Mixon's eight for you as well yes
2: all right number seven Christian McCaffrey he's a guy that's going to get he might get more receiving yards than passing or rushing yards and in a PPR he's Super valuable. You don't know about Cam. He's gonna be the center point of the offense. I mean, can you name three other position players on Carolina's offense?
0: Uh DJ Moore. Curtis Samuel, DJ Curtis Moore, Samuel. and they maybe Ian Thomas. He's Like He's, he's, definitely, he's, he's yeah. the
2: shining turd amongst that group. Yeah. So <laughs> he's, he's the he's the turd that needs polish the yeah, most, yes. Exactly. So that's Chris McCaffrey, Okay.
0: Right? So for me, and I believe this is number seven, I may be mistaken. This is Le'Veon Bell for me, and I know we're definitely Like, I can see your list right now, so we are definitely, like... We're a little off. Not on the same page on this. Um, but I think he's gonna be okay. I just don't... Like, I don't trust... I I do trust him. I trust this guy. I, I mean, I trust our head coach. Um... And now I'm just thinking of his crazy eyes, and I can't remember his name. Uh, he was the head coach at Miami last year. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, uh, you're was... talking about the Jets? Oh, so yeah, Adam Gase. Get... Okay, so I do trust Gase. I think he's a great play caller. But he mentioned the fact that he did not want Le'Veon Bell. Like, he did not want to spend money on running backs. So, like, that's going to make you a little nervous, and I think some of the names in front of him are just a little safer. Like, skill-wise, I don't know what I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. I don't know what the heck he's going to do. Um, but... It just is
2: what it is. So okay, six for me, James Conner, guy you mentioned. Mm-hmm. He last year he was a top ten running back, and amongst all the drama and everything, he just kept going. He's he's a guy that can break it. He's a guy that can power. He's kind of a complete back in my eyes. Yeah, he, you mentioned the workload. I don't know about all that, but I still think he's worth you know a top six in my. Yeah, life. I mean he's a stud. I,
0: and again, these could be you know yeah. in and out. Like we're talking dollar amounts. Yeah. Like, on auction. So, my um, number six is going to be David Johnson. I think uh, he's another guy that um, he's. Got a lot of talent. He's going to be in a more open system. I really think he's going to he's going to thrive with Kyler Murray. who's able to uh, you know kind of make the offense uh, spread out a little more. Defense, I'm sorry, make the defense spread out a little more. And David Johnson played in a system very similar to this in college. It seems to be so. I have him at I think six.
2: Yeah, That's I don't true. have David Johnson. On I, know, this, I know strictly that. because of last year. Yeah, but it, you mean, know he's one of those guys. I might look like an out. idiot. Yeah. I I thought about putting him above Gordon on my list, but yeah, I guess it's tough. I got you. Five for me is Todd Gurley. He just He's on the borderline of my A-plus backs. Okay. So, all these guys I've mentioned are probably A's. And then, Gurley could be an A-plus healthy. If not, he's right off the list. Five for me.
0: Cool. Uh, my five would be Melvin Gordon. I think he, uh, there's a lot of questions. You mentioned the question marks with contract holdouts. I think he is very gifted. Um, and even if he plays, you know, let's say he plays 14 games. I mean, he's still going to give you RB1 numbers. So Melvin Gordon is definitely a guy that I think uh, could pop off and have a big season. And he needs to. Like, he's in a contract year. Like, you need to play. Like, you're not Lev Bell. Like, you haven't done this your whole career. Like, you need to play. That's why I thought it would be interesting to see him in a Colts uniform. Like, he would be a stud in that offense. But uh, so me for me, Melvin Gordon at 5. Who do you got for, though? Four, for me, is Alvin Kamara. The same. Um, yeah, we're, I think we're going to be somewhat surprised. These similar. are the A+.
2: Plus. Either, yes. This top four, I think, could be in any order.
0: Right. You would not be surprised. Right, and except me, because I don't have Blayvion Bell yeah. besides you. So there's there's somebody, somebody that I like a little bit more. So, um, <clears throat> Alvin Kamara, just he can do it all, and you're in the Saints offense, and, like, just draft him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't. What do you want me to say? Like he's fast. He catches. He's he's, he's he hits one of my holes. favorite players. Yeah. Just because of
2: how explosive. Yeah. Him and Mark Ingram were were like were the perfect duo. Absolute superstar. And just him and just watching him get those little short passes and just busting. His speed is amazing. He didn't even start at Tennessee. Right. Which is amazing. It's just crazy. Yes. So th- four for me is Kamara, and then three for me is Ezekiel Elliott. He led the league in rushing. I think two of the last three years. Yeah. Stud player. He catches a lot of balls out of the backfield. Him and these next two, two guys on my list are all yeah. very similar.
0: So my number three is Christian McCaffrey, a guy you had at seven. Um, you mentioned it. Like They don't have a lot of playmakers, but they have a decent offensive line. They got Cam who can spread the defense out a little bit. And or Will I, Greer. <laughs> or Will Greer, yeah, whatever. And so like Christian McCaffrey is a dude that makes things happen. Like he is a playmaker. And he can do it out of the backfield, catching the ball. He can you do throw it it a the tackles. Bit. He can throw it. I mean hold just, the extra point Yeah. He'll do whatever the hell you need, but he might be able to kick it. I don't know. Like, can he get kicker points out of a little, uh, running back? I don't know. But, Absolutely. Um he's my number three. And I love him, so I obviously love him a lot more than you do. But that's
2: it. Yeah, but like I said, these these top five specifically are hard. And then I mean, all these guys are good. Right? Yeah, they are. Three for me: Ezekiel Elliott, like I said, and then two: Saquon Barkley.
0: Mm, He's my two as well. Yeah.
2: Who do you got one then?
0: I got Ezekiel Elliott.
2: Okay, Elliot, I got Lev Bell. Yeah, so So for me, I think Lev Bell, he's just going to handle the workload in New York, and I think Gates is going to use him just like he was used in Pittsburgh, and I, I don't think he's going to have a drop-off. Right,
0: so I think for me it's Elliot, and I do think Saquon is the most talented running back in the oh, league. Oh, absolutely. But there are some major questions, like I would just stack the box on him and say Eli, absolutely. throw it 25 yards. He's not going to be how.
2: as as dominant, but he's still going to get 100 yards. He's right. going to get you maybe 20 points a week if you're Right, lucky.
0: so that's why I have Elliot as my number one running back, a guy that Dallas says they're going to pay. And so he's not even like holding out. He's just going to go and he's just going to play. And it's contract year. Like he's like he could make a shit ton of money off this year. So mm-hmm. I do. I just think the way they use him is unique. And as long as he like doesn't like hit a security guard or a chick or one of the coaches, like he should be. Uh, easily top 30 running back. No questions asked.
2: Honorable mentions. I got Josh Jacobs just because of the workload he has. He's a rookie. Couldn't mm-hmm. make my list. Marlon Mack, for reasons we've said, and Damian Williams. It okay. seems whoever Kansas City has at running back, they're just going to explode on the scene. I so. love
0: Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to be a beast. Uh, so you hit on him. I like Nick Chubb. I Definitely mm-hmm. the first eight weeks of the season. He can do everything. And I think Sneaky, a sneaky guy who's not like as highly rated. Like Dalvin Cook is rated higher than this guy on the list. But I think Carryon Johnson, Detroit. Mm-hmm. He's... Shown the ability to just really pound the Rocky. He could be just a touchdown monster. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Next up, wide receiver.
2: All right, receiver. We're Just burning through these. Number 10 for me, T.Y. Hilton. Ooh, he's a guy that's – he's led the league in receiving yards in years past. He's going to get a lot of balls. He's going to have fluctuations with – there's going to be teams that match up well against Hilton, and he's not going to be able to have the big games. But if it's a game in Houston, he's going to get you 30 fantasy points. Um, he, he doesn't make – he could be higher on the list, but, I mean, this this wide receiving group is absolutely stacked. Oh, my God, yeah. So t- I years. couldn't keep T.Y. off my list, so T.Y. at 10. Okay. And I think num- that's a very reasonable pick.
0: My number 10 is Tyreek Hill, and I hate him as a human being, but I, I like. I literally like despise him. Like no, the Same the reason as a Browns fan. So I'm not just being like hypocritical. Like I hate that they signed Hunt. I, I just I can't I can't stand it. Like I I'm hoping he gets eligible and they trade him somewhere that needs a running back. Like I don't want to support it. Tyree Kill, he's a stud, sure. Is he is he number ten? No, he should be higher. But I hate him as a human being, and like I'm just telling you, like, i writing his things. name, even like you got kind of like I hate even riding. Like, name. I don't even want to look at his name. Like, I'm looking at a list and he's on it. So, like, number ten, Tyreek what Hill. What was the
2: incident he got into recently where he just escaped? He basically,
0: like some, the story goes he, like, kids. broke his broke his kid's arm, but there's no video. So, and then he basically told his wife or baby mama or something crazy that, um, basically, that she needed to fear him because, like, he's, you know.
2: Yeah, that dude's a piece of shit, shit. but sometimes he, pieces he, of he, shit are good at football. Yeah, and that's
0: it. And, like, I'm cool, like Tyree Kill, my number 10. There we go. Sterling
1: Shepard has a fractured thumb.
2: Oh, the first injury of training camp.
0: He's, he's not on my. He's not on my list. He's on my. He's on my team. But that's okay. He's like my wife. Number
2: nine for me, Devonte Adams. Love it. He's obviously Rogers' top pick. He always good, always consistent. I think he's worthy of a top ten ranking.
0: So for me, number nine, Antonio Brown, a guy that was—he's uh, a stud. Uh, but Derek Carr has not been Roethlisberger, even late Ben Roethlisberger. No. And so I do think that there will be some questions about how that he'll be used. So Antonio Brown, number nine, he's gonna to have to prove it in Oakland, where he's gonna see a lot of double teams.
2: Number eight, who you got?
0: Uh, my number eight then would be Keenan Allen. So I have Keenan Allen at eight. He's always got a problem with the injury histories. Um, so I think he could be it could be like a big deal if he if he could play be healthy. I think he has a good quarterback in Phillip Rivers, a solid quarterback. Uh, but Keenan Allen for me just doesn't have quite the upside of some of the guys that I'm going to be listing before him.
2: Yeah, Keenan Allen is. He made just off my list. And who do you not have? Do you not have T.Y. Hill on your top ten? I don't. He would have
0: been my number 11. Okay, so there so, you go. honestly.
2: Number eight for me is DeAndre Hopkins. I was looking at a lot of projection lists, and they don't have him projected very high, and I was kind of surprised yeah, by that.
0: interesting, because I'm going to have him really Hopkins high. Hopkins balls.
2: <laughs> yes. So, I, I, I don't know. Like, guys I have in front of him, obviously, Antonio Brown, like, all these kind of types of guys, they're all in the same tier. So, yes. it's, like we said, it's you. hard to rank DeAndre Hopkins. He seems to... Years past, killed the Colts in crucial moments. Yes. And then we always get them back on the flip side. So DeAndre Hopkins.
0: Love it. Um, So I think I'm on number seven. Yeah, you're on seven. So I'm on seven. This is where I'm going to slot in uh, Mike Evans. I just like a lot of, like, I love him. Like, I think he's awesome. But, like, Jameis is just so, like, up and down. And, like, Mike Evans is like the guy. That he'll like miss him for like a wide open touchdown, and then like in the fourth quarter, like twenty seconds left, he throws like some crazy ass pass that he uh-huh. comes down with. So it's just like Mike Evans gets his points. I think he's, I think he's one of the top three or four like skilled like receivers in the NFL. He's like a he monster. runs every route. Yeah, he's um, huge, and I love him. I have him in in our dynasty league. So for me, you're seven. welcome. Yes, I appreciate you.
2: All right, number seven for me, Antonio Brown. Okay. I mean, this going into last year, he'd been my number one. He okay. slides a little bit because he's on a different team, not as effective. But I just remember I was at a game that we were playing, the Steelers at home, and it was one of those games where Big Ben had like 500 passing yards. Yeah. Yes. He did that killed. in back-to-back years against right. us. And I just remember watching Antonio Brown effortlessly just destroy our team like yes. it wasn't. He didn't even look like he was trying, and he was catching unbelievable. Like, just watching that guy live, specifically, and the things he does, and how he's open on every place. So I have to have Antonio Brown, and if he clicks with Derek Carr, he could be higher.
0: Right. I love that. Number Um, six for you. Number six for me is going to be Devontae Adams, who ESPN has number one overall. So, like, I'm a little confused. If you think he's the number one overall... Wide receiver than Aaron Rodgers. You're saying he's number one because of the offense and Aaron Rodgers. Yet they have Aaron Rodgers ranked like three, which is still high. Like, But like, what the hell, dude? Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is three and I think Devontae Adams is six because he is not as skilled as some of these guys above him. He just plays in a great offense. He's super skilled. I would just rather have that super duper upside of some of the guys I'm going to be talking about before.
2: So. All right, number six for me, Tiger Kill. Piece of shit. Next, number five for you. Good.
0: Uh, My number five, then, is going to be a guy by the name of Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Um, I think think he is a great route runner. I think he's going to be able to fill in for Antonio Brown. I don't think he's as skilled as Antonio Brown, but I think he's skilled enough to take a lot of Brown's production. So number five, Juju on the beat, Smith-Schuster.
2: Five for me, Mr. Mike Evans. He's an absolute stud. Love it. Just huge, makes unbelievable catches. I think he's going to really benefit in Bruce Arians' offense. And there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on Winston, obviously, right? They gave him that yeah. fifth year. Did they did they sign him to another deal? Or I is this just think last this year? is oh, kind of yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So
2: like this is a make or break for him. Yep. Arians comes in. He has a proven history. Things didn't end well in Arizona, but he's a guy that could really benefit and have a
0: monster year. Five for me. Love that. Four for you. Four for me is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Same. Yeah. So like I think he could be number one. Yep. I think he could be. But I also – I have to see it. Like I know there's off the field. I know I'm a Browns fan, but off the field does make you a little worried. And just like the fact that Baker does not like force the ball. Like he's not that guy that's going to force the ball to the best receiver. Like he will – like he just spreads it. Like he's a spreader and shredder. So I I think uh, Odell is going to have a big season – but I could see him being closer to eight or nine, and I could see him being one. Like I don't know, I, I I I don't know. And Baker Mayfield couldn't tell you because he, like I said, he just spreads the ball around. He doesn't care if you're, you know, a slow white dude or Odell Beckham Jr. If you're open, to you get the ball.
2: So four for me. Also OBJ. Number three on my list is Michael Thomas, mm. the Ohio State legend. He's just a receiving machine. A PPR league, he's going to eat up. Yes, he's going to get ten receptions gotcha. like most weeks probably. Yes. He's an absolute stud. He doesn't get the monster yards after catch, but. He's solid. He's going to get touchdowns. I love Michael Thomas. Three.
0: Michael Thomas yeah. for me as well. So, and just like you said, I'm not going to make listeners listen to it twice. Like, he's Alvin Kamara. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Like, you are just put 20 in the box, and, like, it might go over a little bit. It might go under just a tad, but you can pretty much guarantee he's going to average 20 a week.
2: Number two for me, Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. I think he's the number one option for Ben, and okay. it's not oh, even yeah. 100%. close. 100%. Like, I, I think they're going to be looking for him in big moments. They're going to need to pass the ball around because Connor's so effective. And I think, I mean, Schuster's amazing. I mean, he, he kind of came out of nowhere because he came in the league at what, 19? Yes. And so, what, he's just, he's 21, 22. And and he's, he's still so he's young. still good. He's yeah. got everything. He's got a, the brightest. But now future, he can I drink,
0: though. So, like, that's true. That, is Maybe that who, too? I don't know. <laughs> like, but
2: he's been in the league for two years. You know, gotcha. he's, got, he's got, he's professional. He knows. He's been around these guys already. So, yes. two for me. Two,
0: Mike, or sorry. Sorry, I really screwed that up. Two for me is Julio Jones. Uh love him, favorite player. Go up and get it. He'll run any route. He's tough. Injury histories are gonna keep him out of number one for me.
2: Okay, number one for me is Julio Jones. Who's number two? Number two is Juju Smith. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Number I thought one. he was your three. I'm no, sorry. No. Three was Michael Thomas. Number one Julio Jones. I mean, you got to put respect on that man's name. I do. He didn't get the touchdowns last year. Calvin kind of took the beginning of the season touchdowns. He got on the board late. So he's not going to be a guy that's going to get you a a lot of touchdowns probably. But I can see him having a bounce back here and having like 15 touchdowns. You just never know.
0: So DeAndre Hopkins is my one. And like you said, dude, the dude is just like a freak. Like he is just tough. Like he is nails. Like, he just plays, and, like, he makes freak catches, he makes easy catches, he does a little bit of everything. I think they have a relatively easy schedule in terms of uh, cornerbacks. Like, yes, you have Jalen Ramsey and shit like that, but, like, DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm high on Watson, so it makes sense. Like, that's my guy.
2: Uh, Would you rather have him or Andre Johnson in their prime if you're talking
0: Texans legends? Probably Andre. You think so? Well, like, he could take the top off the defense. DeAndre sure. Hopkins doesn't take the Like, he will go up and make, like, long catches. Could you imagine them,
2: like, together for, like, no, the year that they dude, were? I, yeah. That's it's just
0: a- I think Andre Johnson might have been, for, like, two or three, maybe even four years there, the most gifted receiver in the game. Okay. Even better than Calvin Johnson. Like, All right.
2: Guys that just missed my list. Adam Thielen, a guy that's led the league. Like I got a seasons. feeling. He's he's somehow he's a good player in the NFL. Yeah. People always sleep on him, so I got to at least slide yeah. him in there. Calvin Ridley, I said he's he's a, he's a machine. Keenan Allen, like you mentioned, and then AJ Green. He's always going to be solid if when healthy. So
0: yeah, I'll give Ty Hilton a shout out. Easily could be a top ten. So I'm not being a Colts hater, but he is getting older and he is a speed guy. So eventually he is going to go down.
2: He's 20 so on.
0: and I just hit the mic. So I apologize to everybody. Make sure I'm still talking. Am I good? Five, four, three, two, one. Back to action. <laughs> um, and then I think Amari Cooper. Like. Mm-hmm. Beast. And then I I'm gonna reach down this bag here. I'm gonna pull out this name. And I want everyone to remember that I'm pulling out this name. And I'm gonna say that uh, sorry, Chris Godwin, a yes. guy I really like, could be a top ten guy at the end of the year because he is quick, he's explosive, and like you mentioned, Jameis has to have a freaking huge year. So yeah. that's a name I think could be interesting for guys to take a fly around. There we go. We ready for tight ends. I think we're just going 0. top 5. five. Yeah. So right five for me,
2: this is a tough list. I mean, I think one and two are already set in stone, if you had to ask me. But for five for me, O.J. Howard. Just okay. for the mentions we said, he's on my flyer list. That list, that range, him, Evan Ingram, there's a couple other guys that would be just out of like my top four. It's kind of, it's, it's a crapshoot, you know? And O.J. Howard came in with a lot of hype, hasn't really lived up to it, but he could be like an Eric
0: Ebron type. So I'm looking at your list right now. So I will I will not say who my number six is, but your four is my six. So I hope I don't hurt you too much, but That's that. fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm not so, gonna get upset. My number five is Evan Ingram. And I think he is I think he's solid. Athletically gifted He's athletically gifted, but the the quarterback makes you punch. Especially with Sterling Shepard now possibly being out for okay. a little bit. So he's gonna be the number one target in that offense other than Saquon. Like he's gonna get the number one number one. Package in the in, in the defensive passing game, so be interesting. We'll see what's up. All right, number four for me is Ebron. Just because of the – I think he had
2: 13 or 14 touchdowns last year. Yes. I can see him doing that again. In the red zone, the, the crossing patterns they do, mm-hmm. Reich loves the tight end position. Doyle kind of took second fiddle and then had an injury. And I think Ebron, today he dropped a couple passes. That's always been his, his big mark. Again. And it's like the easiest I'd be worried if
1: he wasn't dropping passes. So,
2: so he's good for the big play, though. So that's why I love Ebron. And I think – for position-wise and what he did last year, he's worth the top five.
0: So I just got a text message. What the hell was um, that? And this guy agrees with Hawk. He likes Ebron. No, I'm just kidding. i some random dude, so that sucks. Um, but we all make mistakes, which is probably what I'm doing here by putting O.J. the Juice Man Howard at four. Because, again, we're I'm mentioning all these Tampa Bay guys, and I hate James Winston. I think he sucks. <laughs> but guess what? Um, OJ, Somebody's got
2: to score. Listen,
0: if they had a quarterback, they would be dangerous. Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, Chris Godwin. Like... Like skill wise, that is Jones. insane. Mm-hmm. I like Ronald Jones, but like, yeah, he's kind of Yeah, he's yeah, it's kind of low end. But like OJ Howard, big. He can he does everything. Go across the middle. He's like a big like wheel route guy. Like go up and get it. So I love OJ the Juice Man Howard. Three for you, three for me, easy. Zacherts. Um, just he's might be the safest. Like I think he might be the I safest. I also have him at three. And like it's like fourteen to fifteen. Four, sorry, fourteen to seventeen points every single week. Always looking, like touchdown, seam guy. I really love him, and I like Carson Wentz, so it makes sense to have him that high of three.
2: Two for me, George Kittle, a guy I lost in a trade last year that forever haunts me. I don't know what I was <laughs> well, thinking You like, trading George That was Kittle.
0: like a terrible
2: trade for It you. was very bad. Well, what was, was it? it? I can't remember, but I got <laughs> it was Christian like, Kirk and somebody, I think a tight end back, but just not worth it. No. No. That hurts. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> but, hurts. you know, George Kittle, he's going to be a stud for many years, and sure. he's going to he's going to do good things on Evan's team. Wow. So I'm happy for Evan. <laughs> George
0: Kittle, um, he's my number two as well. And then we both have number one, Travis Kelsey, which makes a lot of sense because... Patrick Mahomes is our number one quarterback. And he's
2: a guy that just loves targets and just loves red zones. And
0: so I'm going to take this opportunity just to throw out David Njoku. Because, again, if he was – He's 23. He's ripped, and he can block. He can run routes. um, And he's a guy – he's like the only guy last year that Baker would throw jump balls to. And, like, that is some serious stress with Baker because he doesn't just throw it up there for shits and giggles. Mm. And so I really think – David and Joku could be on this top five list next year at this time. Man, we talked a lot right there.
2: We did. We just covered a lot of fantasy. So hopefully you guys win your fantasy leagues, but you probably won't because you, you got some
0: more fantasy questions
1: here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Top rookies to draft. Uh,
0: Kyler Mike, Murray, Josh
2: Jacobs, uh, so let me- David Washington. No.
0: No, 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 David Montgomery. David Montgomery, Washington. Yeah. So, like, to me, if I was just in a regular league, I would say my top
2: three
0: rookies would probably be, number one, Josh Jacobs, number two, David Montgomery, and number three, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, like, those three. I like Hollywood
2: Brown, but I don't think he might not be a one-year guy with Lamar Jackson. Let me give you a
0: name. Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. And I think he, I know, I know he's a stud. And he probably will be the workhorse back for several, um, almost called him St. Louis Rams, Los Angeles Rams games. Because I don't trust Gurley. Like, I think this There's always
2: a rookie running back, whether it's Kareem Hunt. Or Philip Lindsay did just bust Alvin Kamara the year before yes. that. There's always a, nobody sees on the radar that just busts in.
0: Another guy, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. Um, he play, he was a college athlete last year that played in, in Florida. I think he was maybe South Florida. I don't know. I've watched it, but I've done. What about Jake Butt. It? Jake Butt? Jake Butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> He's the ass of a lot of jokes. Like, that's that's kind of how it goes. But, he um, sucks. And he would be like a Ben Simmons rookie. So, like, I don't know. There's just so many names to go through in terms of rookies. There but is. Kyler Murray's a stud. If you're in a two-quarterback league, Kyler Murray's my perfect quarterback, too. A lot like Lamar Jackson. I view them very similarly because they could pop off for, like, 50 points yeah. just because of their running ability. Mm-hmm. So, that's, I view those two in the same thing. But Kyler Murray throws them a better. That's it. All right.
1: Sleeper picks. So, think outside the box here. Oh, some we guys throwing out some sleepers.
0: Super The guy you mentioned, Chris, Godwin, or Chris Godwin. Let's go like one quarterback and then let's go like quarterback running back type deal. And we won't take forever.
2: So if you don't get like a top five quarterback, most of the times they fall. So for me, I'm going to say Nick Foles is a sleeper. If you're sitting there yeah. and you you've missed out on the ten quarterbacks in front of you, and Nick Foles, I mean, let's he was a play, he was a play an Alshon Jeffrey catch away from potentially going back to back Super Bowls and the clutch moments. Yes. I mean,
0: Alshon Jeffrey, that ball went right through his freaking hands. <laughs> yeah, let's be. Could you honest. imagine trading for Alshon Jeffrey right now? No. <laughs> I mean, Chris, what, did you make any trades today? I did. I'm just kidding. I know Alshon Jeffrey it was a good trade. Chuck, you suck if you're listening. So
2: Foles for me, quarterback yeah. a sleeper for me
0: it would be Sam Darnold. And I think he could be a top-ten guy. I think he's super gifted. At the beginning of the process, that's who I wanted the Browns to take, and I think he's going to be a beast. And he's super young. Uh, He's got gaze-calling plays. It could be super interesting. Love Bell. If they use him correctly, obviously it would be a huge weapon as well. So my quarterback would be Sam Darnold.
2: Sam Darnold's one of those guys I remember watching at USC and just being like, how the hell did he make that throw? Amazing throw. And then the next throw, he'd throw an interception.
0: He's He's an all-or-nothing guy, and
2: I, I like him as well.
0: Running back for me, my number one uh, my number one running back that would be a sleeper would be Daryl Henderson, who I previously mentioned. Currently, ESPN has him as the number 34 ranked running back. And I think it's way too low, but I will go outside the box here and say that Miles Sanders is another rookie at Bird just hit <laughs> the window, so that's pretty cool. Um, but I will say that um, Miles Sanders, rookie out of Philadelphia, has a chance to be an RB1. He he came in after Saquon Barkley and they did not have as good of an offensive line. He's not as talented, uh, but he could be the RB1 in Philadelphia, which would have some significant value.
2: Um, I'm just going to say Damian Williams, just because of the stuff I said earlier about Kansas City. They always seem to have success with a running back. I think he's going to be the benefic- sh- beneficiary? Yeah, beneficiary. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tough word. Yes. All right, Wide receiver, sleeper.
0: So, this is a guy that I've been touting. Uh, MBS, Marquez Valdez Scanley, Green Bay, he's just like, he's an athletic freak and he's like 6'6". He's He's like got that six six long, you know, stick in your chick if you've ever heard that song. You ever heard that song? What's sing it? Okay, I can't do it anyway. <laughs> so I I just kinda of glossed over some very major cuss words. So he's got a he's got a six, six frame, he goes up and gets it. Unlike Baker, like Aaron Rodgers just throws it up for shits and giggles and M V S is a stud. So Marcus Febbe is scaling. He's at number fifty three overall. I think it's way too low. A guy like Michael Gallup I like as well, so I'll just throw his name out. Go.
2: A guy we didn't talk about much. I don't even know if he's a sleeper, but Tyler Boyd. He had an insane year opposite of A.J. Green last year. I just traded him away to Chris for a deal back. He was on my borderline of cutting guys on our dynasty league, and I needed a tight end. So I got Ebron back. I think it was a decent trade. But Tyler Boyd, he's a guy that had a monster year last year, and I feel like he's still a little underrated. So as far as like a middle-round guy, I think that's a solid
0: pick. So tight ends. And, like, Titan's Titan's tough. It's man. really If you not
2: one of those six guys, if you don't have, it's a crap So,
0: show. I would say I would say David Njoku, but I already mentioned him. And I think Vance McDonald's rated a little too highly. So, I'm going to dig down in my bag, and I'm going to go with rookie Noah Font. Noah, Noah Font. Fant or Noah Fan. I'm going to go right. with rookie Hawks. So, like, <laughs> here's here's why I'm hurting. Here's why I'm hurting. Because, like, people pronounce these names differently. Like, yesterday on ESPN, he was Noah Font. Like, through the whole draft process, he was Noah Fant. I like Fant better. Let's call him Fant. Yeah, Fant's good. So, Noah Fant, um, and he is an athletic freak, and I think jo- Joe Flacco loves tight ends. So like, you don't think that- Jake Butt will get any of those mats? I think that he's going to get the butt end of the, <laughs> of the receptions in that deal. So And Jake Butt on ESPN's list is not available. Another guy I like, Dallas Goddard, though.
2: Dallas Goddard's good. Uh, I'm just going to say one of the guys you said because I don't even know because I don't okay, care. That's cool. I mean, Greg Elson, cool. if he's healthy, he's a guy that's kind of funny. What do you over, think about you Jack Doyle? Jack Doyle, he's I ha- I might keep him on my team. Oh! This is a backup, but I, love him. I have Ebron, so that doesn't make any sense. But he's we a guy going into come. last year, he was higher on a lot of people's tight ends list just because people thought he was gonna be the security blanket for luck. He was gonna be a bigger factor in the offense, and he just wasn't. He so he just wasn't. Yeah. I just think he's a good he's a good blocking guy and he's a good guy that's gonna be open in the seam and that's about that. it for him. I love
1: that. That's good. All right, last one.
0: Oh. Bus picks. Ooh. Oh shoot. This is tough. And I didn't do any research on this, so this is straight from the hit, cut to the chase. I'll tell them all.
2: Devonte Freeman's been a bust for me in years past, yeah, so dude. I'm just gonna throw Devonte Freeman. Whatever happened to uh, who was their second running back there?
0: Tevin uh, Coleman. Is, is he? Do did you, they resign him? I, I know don't know. We should agent. have the inside track on that because our buddy dated is dating a girl that was friends. <laughs> With was well, Is he, is he like, on the
2: Falcons, or did they resign? No, I, I, know, he I think
0: he – was it the San Francisco 49ers? He's on the 49ers. Sweet. That so, could be an
2: underrated guy. I mean, he he was definitely me, a workhorse.
0: number one bus guy is Todd Gurley, which is why I have him at 10. He's, he could be one and I look like an idiot, but to me, I'm staying away from Todd Gurley.
2: Like, I'm going to go Devontae Freeman just last it. year. It, and I'm it. stuck with him. And also – I would stick away from Demarius Thomas. I don't think he's going to be <sighs> yeah, the right he's pick
0: on all of his list. Absolutely. But his name effective. carries a little
2: weight but I wouldn't I have him on my team and I don't
0: want him. So I think a guy that could see a down tick a little bit is Brandon Cooks just because I think Cooper Cup is their best receiver even though he's coming off an injury and the way they spread the ball out. Obviously I had Goff at 10 so I think it could just get a little like shaky in terms I mean, of
2: Robert Woods it. had big games. Oh yeah. Robert one. Woods is a Give beast.
0: me a quarterback bust. Oh quarterback bust. Come
2: uh, on. If you draft Mario you're an idiot. Jameis Winston's a popular best pick. I actually don't pick. hate Mariotta. I hate that He
0: sucks. <laughs> I know that stuff. So, obviously, a guy that I left off my list, I think, has has major best potentials, Cam Newton. He's number six in ES, on ESPN's list. Oh, very like, much. What the heck? I mean, he's, like, one, like, turn angle away from, like, crying, and he doesn't throw the ball well. He does it high. I mean, he's just I, – I just – I can't stand watching him. So, like, I guess, like, they have him top six because he can run, but – He's not going to be my quarterback.
2: The best thing about Cam Newton was week one, when he, he threw for what, like 500 yards his first game? Yeah. And they said he'd never do that again, and then he did he it did the next again. week. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I thought that was the funniest yeah, was part. Now. All the analysts, he'll never do this again. This was an yeah. anomaly. He did it the next, <laughs> next week. <laughs> week.
0: I love that. What do you got, Chris? That's all I got. Is that the whole podcast? We get it, up. Huh? No, we got, we got one more a, thing. Oh, we got one. Real quick, the
1: re- real quick, I want to say that uh, we discussed this doing a FanDuel League. Weekly Fanduel, League. let's do it. You throw down a couple bucks each week for Born Ready to Pod Fanduel League, and just the winner takes the pot every week. And so then you we get
2: half the money,
1: right? I don't think that's how it no, works. We skim off the top. <laughs> Fanduel gets a gets a good portion, but yeah, what jerks. So yeah, I think we that's should uh, make like
0: a Fanduel. Let's call it Born Duel, and just Born Ready me- to Duel. Born- <laughs> that's what. The, that's why we paid the big bucks, Hop. Huh? Exactly. We just Born made just a multi-million doble. dollar idea. All right,
1: that's gonna wrap that I up. Coming up, a new segment. Can't wait to hear Hawk screaming the microphone for this one. <laughs> it's time for Leaks in the league.
2: YouTube
0: podcast
1: tease <laughs> the number and cut that's gonna go real well with the listeners my head is like my ears ringing out. I think I like busted my eardrum a couple weeks ago, so I had to press my ear up against <laughs> the back just to make sure. Because last week when we were on with setting the pace, like you just literally, my ear was like I couldn't hear it for the rest of the night. <laughs> but I was literally sitting next to you. All right, leaks in the league. Here we go, first topic. USA Today just released their power rankings headed into NFL training camp in order from 1 to 10. Patriots, Chargers, Eagles, Chiefs, Saints, Vikings, Colts, Falcons, Bears and Browns. Really? Most notably they left the Rams off the top 10. That's <laughs> terrible. And they were at just got they uh, were at 11. It's gone off. Who's in front of the Colts? Vikings at Disagree. 6, terrible. Saints, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, yes,
2: Eagles. Chiefs should be higher. Really.
1: Chargers, Patriots.
2: Listen. Mine would be Ch- Patriots, Chiefs.
0: And then from there, I don't even know. Yeah, that. you, like, you had to have Patriots first. Uh, the Browns should not be ranked ahead of the, the Rams. And I think I, like the Vikings are way too freaking high on that list. Like, Are no we going like, are are to get upset about rankings right now? Let's I do don't it. want to. get picks. I don't want to, but how like, can you not picks. have the Rams top ten? Like, that makes zero they were in sense. The, weren't they in the Super Bowl? This
1: came from the same guy who predicted the Colts would go 2-14 last year. Okay, perfect. Well, I mean, he was on pace
2: there for a while. He was feeling really good. And he just
1: came out out with his win-loss projections and like everybody kept tagging old takes exposed and he, he responded and said i've been tagged in this like 900 times already because <laughs> i get tagged in this
0: every year <laughs> i love that so the guy's an idiot yes yeah, so.
2: i mean we're here to just get mad about this
0: yeah. the colts should be higher the chiefs should be higher yeah. what the hell's going on and the rams should be on the top 10 even if that means you kick the browns off and my beloved browns but like vikings no eagles lower chargers lower
2: yep the Vikings must have like a favorable schedule. I'm guessing a lot of people are high on them.
1: Uh, I don't know. All right. Next up, speaking of the Chargers, several NFL teams reported to camp on Wednesday, and most notably, Chargers running back Melvin Gordon followed through on his threat to hold out of training camp for a new deal. Also, Melvin has unfollowed the Chargers on Instagram. What a lot of tough love. I love that. So, it's what are your thoughts? <laughs> do you think that they come up with a new deal, or do you see him sitting, kind of doing a Le'Veon Bell situation? The
2: key to the holdout is unfollowing the team. Once you do yeah. that, they know you're serious. Yes. So, I'm glad we have that out there.
0: It's like insta. It's like an insta verification. Like.
2: I think they. You have to pay them,
0: don't you? No, nah, I trade them. You trade them? Yeah, I what? trade them. I trade them to a team. Like the, I, I think the Colts are a great fit, and I. Again, I keep saying the same shit over and over. I'm not a fan of the Colts. Like, I don't hate them, but I'm not a fan. I think Melvin Gordon would be great. Offer them offer them a, a second-round pick right now. You think they it do a the second-round I, I don't know. But if they say first, just say, okay, you're an idiot. But at the same time, I with Melvin Gordon... The Colts would be. I will never trade another first round pick for another. <laughs> <comeback> <laughs> <game>. <laughs> okay, Melvin Gordon Richardson. absolutely has a track record. He can catch the ball like he's. But not Trent Richardson,
2: careful. he was. An, he was. He won the Heisman, didn't he? Yeah, and
0: dude, he had almost it, a thousand he po- yards. He and, was uh, playing dude, behind. Don't you want Trent Richardson? Ball? No, <laughs> I mean I thought it was a great deal at the time, but it's a terrible deal. Just, I think Melvin Gordon should be a Colt. That's just me. I don't hate it. Okay,
1: <laughs> is that all we got on that? Uh, yeah. Or
0: or San Francisco. Sorry, go.
1: After 10 seasons in the NFL, quarterback Mark Sanchez has retired from
0: from the league to take college football analyst
1: job at ESPN. Sanchez, most known for the butt fumble, helped lead the Jets to back to back AFC championships during the early part of his career good for Sanchez yeah. I
2: mean he's made a name he's, off of, dirty. he's, he's become a household name yeah. because of an ass yeah. fumble yeah. like that yeah. is impressive Yeah, he got this job strictly because of a butt fumble and strictly because he beat the Colts in an AFC game which Correct. is was, ugh, let's not talk about that yeah let's not talk
0: about
1: but it but anyway yeah love it so yeah. he beat the Colts and uh, he went to be the Patriots in divisional But that was back to back years and they made it to the championship game man. yeah which
2: uh
1: I forget what I was going to say
2: yeah Mark Sanchez doesn't do it for me, yeah. really. I mean, which which network did he get hired by? ESPN? ESPN, he's gonna cool. do college football. Is he gonna do game days? Like, so? I'm hoping,
0: like, Packed 12, like, that'd be great. Like, so I never have to see his guys. Yeah, that would be nice. Give me so. a second, real quick. I'm
1: gonna quiz you guys. Okay,
2: it's gonna be what teams Mark Sanchez played on, I'm guessing.
1: Okay, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> is that what it is? Hold on. Don't ruin, Don't steal my thunder. You start here. thinking. Start thinking if it is. You don't know that's a question. <laughs> uh, oh, God. The Jets, the Broncos.
0: Jets, hold on. Broncos, Eagles. Yeah, uh, I think Bears. I think he played for the Bears. Yeah, I think he might have played for the Bears too. Anyways, let's just. I don't, you don't know. Just tell us the question. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How Jets many teams? For.
2: Is it four?
1: Uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh shit. Okay. Sick. So Jets. And name them in order. Oh Jesus, Jets. Jets. I think Eagles, Eagles, correct. Broncos, Broncos. Broncos. Was he in? You said yeah,
0: well, I think you we'll said say the Bears.
1: The Bears know. were one, so you got out of order. Okay, but was, Bears are one. Was Baltimore a team? No, no. So you no, got two left. No, no. Give
0: no, no, no. me a second. For some reason, I'm thinking.
1: Think of the team you played for last year. I'm thinking
0: Texans. No, but you uh, is he closed. is yeah. he in the NFC South? No, it was Dallas. Yep, Dallas Cowboys. And then the other one, but that's out of order. There's somebody in the middle. There no. He got it. it. Was the Cowboys in the middle? Oh,
1: Cowboys are in the middle? Yeah. Now it's the last team he played for.
2: Bears and then Arizona Cardinals.
1: No. That was just a guess. I have no idea. Um, uh, is it?
2: It's West Coast. 49ers, Steelers. No, not Panthers, West
1: Coast. East Coast. It's the East. Falcons. Oh, is it Washington? Yes, it is. Thank well, you. There we, go. Easy. we got that down. Yeah. We only <laughs> had to guess like half the <laughs> All right. Jaguar's cornerback Jalen Ramsey Ramsey showed up to training camp in a Brinks truck and a very loud man shouting out of a megaphone insinuating that he is expecting to get paid a ton Did of money. Did you see this video? Yeah, At this. the end of the season, what are your thoughts? I don't know, what we like. I hate this video. Reggie Wayne always used to do, you know. This yeah, is a step big things, but this is just like He brought light. a Brinks truck. Yeah. Full of
2: I'm guessing fake money in Yeah, it I don't know. But this is just over the top. I of like Jaylen it. Ramsey. I kind of like it, but I don't
0: like Jalen Ramsey, so I'm going to give it a thumbs down.
2: I just I can't wait till T.Y. Hilton's nuts are all over Jalen Ramsey's face, so yes. that's what I'm excited for. I love
0: that. that.
2: Jalen Ramsey, though, he's definitely good. He's solid. He's a good player. He deserves to be paid by somebody, but he's, he's acting like he's going to yeah. get a, a huge salary. We'll see. All
1: right. That's I would we'll rather have him more both times this week. I've always hated him. He always talks so much shit and same. Luck's he's got to, he's,
2: he's filled that mantle of just the asshole cornerback. Yeah, there's always got to be one. You went from Josh Norman to Revis to this guy. I mean, it's it's oh uh, this, Sherman, you, Sherman, Deion Sanders.
1: I mean, I
0: can't wait to see who's next. <laughs> Marcus Peters should be on that list, but yeah. he just can't. Like he's just kind of more of an idiot. Yeah, it's okay.
1: Alright, Tennessee Titans offensive lineman Taylor Luan has been suspended four games to start the season after he failed a drug test for a banned supplement. Luan claims that he did not take the supplement knowingly and that he even passed a polygraph to support his testimony.
0: I remember that time I ate, like, four <laughs> hot dogs without knowingly doing it. Like, can you believe this, Shane? Also, you also know?
2: I've seen Ocean's Eleven. You can fake a polygraph test.
0: Yeah. So, th- th- this is the thing. Tail of the wand. What's he doing? You think meth, probably? I'm thinking it's like part he of He hosts a <laughs> podcast
1: called Bustin' with the Boys.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking it could be, like... <laughs> I heard part of my
1: take was calling him out. Yeah. He was. And, uh... Because he said... He, I think he had
2: Vrabel, and he said that he'd give his penis away yes. uh, uh, to win a Super right. Bowl. Right which is in
0: itself it's kind of cool. Yeah, you want your coach to put It if the Colts could
2: line. win the next 5 Super Bowls and I could be front row at all the Super Bowls <laughs> <laughs> starting in Miami You're too 50 young. yard You're line. You're too young. No. Yeah. 5 you in know, a row? Don't let it. 5 don't. in a row front row I'd give up my I have penis a kid. and my balls right Have a right kid now. in those
0: 5 years then.
2: No, I don't even want a kid. I'll just take oh. 5 Super Bowls. That's <laughs> more important to me than a child. i okay, So if
0: somebody could tag the Colts in this. Let's make this happen. <laughs> we'll 5 Super Bowls I'm
2: sitting 50 yard. We have to win all 5. This can't be four falls of Buffalo. I'm giving my dick and balls.
1: So do you think players are knowingly taking these things and then just come up with BS? Some, like post, some he of He posted us. on Twitter and like a video, and he started crying. Yeah.
0: So, like, first <laughs> off, you're a left tackle, so don't be a sissy about this. But this is good for the Dude, Colts. Take your four-week
1: vacation. Colts play the guess, Titans in uh, the first four weeks. So and guess, what, guess
0: who plays in week one? Who? Miles Garrett.
2: I feel like this will get reduced to two games because usually those drug ones do
0: if it's so, a first to like, or. this is what I'm saying. I think Taylor One did it. I, I don't think he did it. I don't think he knew it was a banned substance. So, like, even in college, like, we'd have guys taking pre-workouts that were popped because of just shit in there. Like, I'm not saying he, like, like stuck something in his butt, like, trying to get stronger or anything crazy like that. But, dude, you're a pro athlete. You've got to know what you're putting <laughs> in your body. He was like,
2: shooting up heroin in the streets of Nashville. Let's be honest. I love That's that. what he was I doing. I love that. take. And
1: that's,
0: yeah.
2: So he deserves four games. I, I couldn't agree more. Yes.
0: All right,
1: last one I got here. Hard Knocks returns to HBO on August 6th Love Hard this year. Featuring Hard the Oakland Raiders. Are you planning on watching this? So what are you most looking forward to? I'm definitely
2: planning on watching Oh, yeah. I mean, awesome. I, I've watched every Hard Knocks the past, like, five yeah. seasons. Yeah. There's always the underdog. There's always, like, the guy that gets paid before training camp starts yep. that everyone's excited about. Uh, you get to see all the behinds the scenes, all the curse words. It's just, it's just it's real. Awesome. It really and, makes your heart feel good. And it's, and I've never had the team I care about be on it. So the Browns last year must have been really exciting. It was real tough. To but watch. The, I think so. The criteria is you have to miss the playoffs the year before. You can't. You
0: have to. You have to miss the playoffs. And if you do it, you're crossed off a
2: list, right? And they have to do everyone. You
0: know, oh, no, you can say no, and everyone wants to say no. Okay. Also, you can't have a new head coach. Okay. And then. Uh... It might have to do with, like, training camp facilities yeah. or something. but like.
2: So this year's the Oakland. When's the first episode? August
0: 6th. August, August 6th. 6th. So, so like, they're awesome. Like, they're awesome. I oh, love yeah. it. Because they don't focus on the big name guys. They don't focus on them. Like, well, they'll try, try to do the... a little bit. Unless you're like J.J. Watt and you're, like, doing stuff on so, purpose. So, yeah, here are the rules.
1: Um, You can be excluded if you have a first-year head coach. If you have a playoff berth in the past two seasons. And if you have appeared on Hard Knocks in the past, 10 oh okay, years. okay, okay,
2: cool. okay. So I knew there was a, you couldn't be on it in like the same right. amount of years, but that's gonna be fun. And there's another one that they did for the Arizona Cardinals on Amazon. I don't know if you ever watched that one. It was kind of similar, a little bit different. I heard it was good. i would okay. never watched it. Interesting. But... It didn't work right. out well
1: for the Cardinals last year. No, definitely not. So, okay, is that all we got? You guys got anything else?
2: Nope.
1: I'm just
0: Sp- uh, Tim this. Duncan's
2: joining the Spurs. Jason, congrats, Mike. Timmy.
0: I just uh, had the to Mac and so Where are we on the Mac and Meter? We're always four to five. five. <laughs> right now, he's
1: saying he's going on Twitter rants about paying uh, Andy Dalton or
2: he was pro he rather Andy he
1: he would he's trying to get under Cowboys fans' skin so he knows how to attract people right now because there's a lot of Cowboys fans. He's saying he would rather pay <laughs> Andy Dalton or Marcus <laughs> Mariota twenty million in a year than pay Dak Prescott thirty million a year.
2: I don't hate it, but I feel like their age is what kind of I, I would said, but
0: I would rather pay Duke Prescott. <laughs>
2: I got a guy I got a friend that's a huge Dallas fan and I I have just been going up to him lately and I've been, Man, are you excited for Max Contract Dak? Yeah. And there's no max contracts, right. but I, you just know Jerry Jones is gonna right. give him whatever. He's gonna he back wants, he's, probably.
0: Gonna, he's probably gonna call Jalen Ramsey and get that bridge. Do you guys remember
2: there? this specifically when they came into Lucas Oil last year and scored zero points? That I that always bring great. that up. I don't well. it's Thunder Dance, really so really I love like getting under Thunder, Thunder
0: Dance. He's a Cowboy, huge man. cowboys guy. Be, I bet he likes Notre Dame too, doesn't he? He does. He goes to a lot of Notre Dame games. Does he like uh, IU basketball? Uh, he's pretty
2: indifferent about basketball. He loves uh, the Pacers. But uh, he's North Carolina basketball, actually. Uh, so well, Thunder they, Dan, if you're listening. I wish it, it would have
1: been Duke, but it's worse than IU. Shout Dan. out,
2: Thunder Dan.
0: Yes. Um, Tonto, jump on it.
1: First football episode there. What do you guys think?
0: I think it was good. Um, are we on? Okay. I'm th- finding a good uh, I wanted song. The, the I author. wanted the song I keep singing over and over. Which one? I just want to feel your... Oh, I think it could be a good way to end it anyways I loved it it was pretty cool and I'm just um, just watching I think we need to do an award show oh it's the outfield sure. it's the outfield yes yeah I think so as well so I think we're about ready to start playing some music and getting the heck out of here yeah
1: eventually if yep, it ever plays <laughs> <laughs>
0: alright
1: thanks for listening to episode 50 of Born Ready to Pod podcast so I think just let this go what's that uh the guy we were talking about Jakir I-
0: Yes. Jacar Sampson. Jacar Sampson. Shout out Jacar, Ja-car, Ja-car, Ja-car Sampson. I, I love Jacar. <laughs> the Tyler Hansborough
1: episode. Shout out Spongebob Sampson. You guys have a good night. Love you guys.